snow, rain, sleet, and hail. We experienced them all. That's the one thing about a road trip. Change is always right around the corner or over the hill. The fields, the streams, the mountains, and the ever-running road continuously surprises. This road trip took us over the Cascade Mountains in Washington State and over the plains and Palouse of central Washington and down into the Columbia River Gorge. In this first day, we saw the snow, sleet, rain, and hail. We bunked down at a great motel in the Dalles on the mighty Columbia River. We walked to dinner at a wellness center right on the banks of the river. The wellness center is new and houses all sorts of facilities to keep one well. Swimming pool, health club, naturopathic offices, cancer treatment center, physical therapy, etc. The wellness center also has a bistro that features only organic food and wine. We felt blessed. This is Retirement Talk. I'm Del Lowry. Holidays always encourage family trips. Blood wants to mingle. We usually find ourselves headed south to Sutter Creek, California, where our daughter and family live. Sutter Creek is in the foothills of the Sierras just east of Sacramento. It straddles historic Gold Rush Highway 49. Beautiful rolling country, open fields with horses grazing, vineyards that are red and gold in the fall, and oak trees that radiate fall colors. The roads are narrow and twisty. Lots of old historic towns inhabit the region. They all offer a sense of time gone by. Our music discs go on before we get a mile from our door. They accompany us for the duration. They are mixed with our audio book selections. On this trip, Status Anxiety by Elaine de Bottom. We like this book so much, we thought we would listen again on our way back north. And then in a glorious little used bookstore in Santa Rosa, California, we came upon an audio book entitled The Essential Barack Obama, featuring dreams of my father and the audacity of hope. We were enthralled by his writing, his reading, and his story. We only got through the first book. It was great to hear him read it. We loved to take a road trip in our 13-year-old car. We bought it for just this reason three years ago. It is a small SUV. It has room for all of our stuff, including my guitar. We usually hang a couple of bicycles off the back. We researched on the web and got the car that was rated the best for safety, comfort, and reliability. We still love traveling in it. It has fulfilled all of our wishes. I know that many retired people go for an RV on road trips, but it has never appealed to us. We like to meet local folks as we travel, and we do that on walks, in restaurants, coffee shops, and motels. We strike up conversations with people who live where we are traveling. We drove on the little red and black roads as much as possible. We avoided Seattle and Portland. We would rather spend our time walking around Bend, Klamath Falls, Santa Rosa, or the beaches of Oregon. We aimed for the east side of the Sierras on the way down and the California and Oregon coast on the way back. 
We can point you to great coffee shops in Yakima, Washington, or in Bend, Oregon. In Bend, there is Thump, or another named Looney Bean. We also found great shops in Klamath Falls, Santa Rosa, Eureka, Lincoln City, and Astoria. We rarely use those roadside drive-ins. We like to stop, stretch, and check out the creative decor of a locally owned shop. We are rarely disappointed. On the Oregon coast, at a place called Ruthie's, we were treated to not only great coffee, but also the beautiful tattoo art on the barista and her life story of being abused, married, divorced, and yet raising four foster children. Of course, there's more to traveling than coffee shops. We love to stop and walk along the beaches or through the trails that might lead to a scenic overlook. This all adds up to not many miles being traveled each day. What some folks do in one or two days took us three. It means one more night's worth of lodging and some food. A small price to pay for a more enjoyable view of the country you're passing through rather than just getting in the car and driving. Next time, we will try to allow four days for the same trip, or maybe five. We seem to always be driving past something that I want to stop and look at, but then say out loud, we're just not getting anywhere today. We have to keep driving. We're lucky to make 300 miles a day. Next time, I would like to plan lower than that, to 200, maybe. When we were younger and first retired, we used to take road trips with a car and a motorcycle. That is a good way to go. I rode the cycle and Brenda drove the car. We would try to stop every 50 miles for a 10 to 15 minute break. Maybe time to take a little walk, have a little snack, or even a short nap. We didn't make many miles in those days either. There is another little negative about traveling in a comfortable car. One tends to just sit there and let the miles roll by. It takes determination to stay in control. Or to paraphrase an old quote from my dad, just because the car is comfortable doesn't mean you can't stop and take a walk. One of my all-time favorite books is entitled Small is Beautiful by B.F. Schumacher. I like to think of travel along similar lines. Slow is better. I know people who pride themselves on how many miles they travel in one day. I have a hard time understanding this type of living. I proudly recall biking with our kids in Ireland when they were still fairly young. And one day, out on the western ring of Kerry, we came upon this beautiful little town and beach. My daughter, who was probably 12 or 13 at the time, asked if we could stop and spend a day. I responded by saying we'd only biked five miles that day. She came back with, but Dad, we are where we want to be. We are biking around Ireland. We stopped for the day. This is Retirement Talk. If you have questions, comments, or stories you would like to share, contact Dell at retirementtalk.org.